Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Hey y'all, welcome to this episode of Girl Talking Mas. I'm here with my girl Kenya. Hey guys, how are y'all? You guys, Kenya, welcome back. It's been such a long time since we've done an episode together. I know, but and I'm excited for today's episode. I'm so excited for today's episode. <laughs> you guys, I met Artrice at a influencer event in Dallas and immediate energy was like, like magnets, girl. Were we like not magnets? We were, we flocked <laughs> we like right magnets. to each other. Yes, but Archie is a content creator, digital content creator, amazing, doing amazing things in Dallas. If you guys are in the Dallas area or going to the Dallas area, make sure you're following her because she's always sharing everything about that. But she also has an inspiring and amazing journey that has gotten her through some of the roughest times and then helped her build her beautiful business that she has today. So Archie Weems, welcome to Girl Talking Mas. Thank you. Welcome I'm excited home. to be here. We are so excited. Like I said, when I walked in, I think you're the first person that I walked up to. And it was like immediate, like, oh my gosh, like I, I just attract to, I don't know, I feel like I can sense good energy when I'm around it. Like I know who I want to go to and like who I want to talk to. And I remember you're wearing the cutest pink outfit. I'm like, maybe it's the pants that brought you to me. Girl, those <laughs> pants were popping. I love those pants. She had the cutest pants on. Can y'all have to show you a picture of her outfit? Yeah. No, I, as soon as she got back from Dallas, she literally like messaged me on Instagram and send it, sent me your Instagram account. And she's like, this is our next interview. Okay. Stalk her. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I was like, follow her, stalk her, get to know no, her. Yes. Whatever you got to do. I was like, but this girl is coming on to our podcast because um, she's an amazing energy and has, has um, such a great story to share when it comes to getting through one of the hardest times um, of your life when you can get through something and we'll get to that. But I guess our cheese first, I just want to, again, thank you because I know the subject is sensitive and it's hard, but I also know you have shared it on your platform about this is what happened and this is where I'm at now. And that's Mm -hmm. exactly what we want to kind of highlight here is yes, this happened. You know, you experienced this event in your life, but look where you are now and and there's and there's always I think there there might you know you never know if there's somebody who might have been in this type of situation or like I told you about my situation at one point Mm -hmm. where and you're like are they in that situation do they not know if something's happening you know like you don't know who you're helping just by saying well this is what I missed or this is what I thought and this is how I got out of it and this is how I got through it you know so yeah I want to say we really appreciate you like taking the time and ultimately just joining us to just share your story because I remember when I met you you were like I have a very interesting story that I want to share and I was like yes this is exactly what Girl Talking Mess is about lifting each other up especially when you're down so you started your own business you are a permanent makeup artist correct yes I am I love that that's such a great business like booming right now such a great isn't such a great industry It really is. It's a great industry. And the reason I started it was because like, I love to make people feel more beautiful. 
And I was someone who didn't have great eyebrows. And I was like, I don't know what to do about these puppies. And I got the procedure done and I loved it. And I was like, this is a feeling that I want to give back to women. So that is why I went and learned the skill set and started my business. That's so interesting because Kenya says the same thing. My my slogan is highlighting people's beauty because I feel like when you offer a beauty service, you're not only making them feel good outside and making them look more beautiful outside, but it's what inside, like they feel more confident. They mm -hmm. start like feeling themselves again. And I just yeah. love that about our careers. Yeah, it's so much more it. than just the outside. Yeah, like, yeah, you may, you yeah. know, you're going to feel more confident and, you know, your hair looking good, your eyebrows looking good, you know. But yeah, I think I know instantly, like whenever I have anything done like that or get my hair done with Kenya, I instantly just feel better about myself inside. Mm -hmm. um, so let's let's just start out like your whole journey. So from yeah. the beginning before you started, because you, you didn't start your business until when? I started it in 2019. So I so I got my brows done in 2017. Mm -hmm. And I actually, so I wanted to get them done. And at that time, I had just met my ex-fiance. Okay. And I had, I remember we were supposed to meet up and he was, and I, this is like in the very beginning stages. Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, let's meet this day. I was like, oh no, honey, I cannot. I'm getting my brows done that day. I was Ooh. like, I don't know what it's going to entail, but I'm getting my brows done that day. So he pretty much was, he was like, well, let me take you to your appointment. Like it was, he took me to the appointment and I remember, so the artist that did my brows, I remember how she made me feel and whatnot. I was like, okay, so this is what I want to give back to women. But I mm -hmm. was scared because you know, it's like, it's, it's essentially a tattoo on somebody's face. And I was like, what if I mess yes, up? Exactly. Like I had all those thoughts going through my head. And even before I told him that I wanted to do it, when we were done with the appointment, he was like, you have to learn how to do this. He was like, I will support you, whatever you need, like, let's go. And that's kind of how it all happened. It took me, cause that wasn't like it, 2017, 2018, 2019 is when I officially started learning and all of that stuff. So wow. what were you doing before that? Like, were you still in the beauty industry? or I was in the beauty industry. I was, mm -hmm. I was doing makeup and mm -hmm. I, I felt I was starting to lose my love for it. I don't know oh. why, like doing it on other people. I was just like, I'm over mm -hmm. this. <laughs> like, I did not want to do it on <laughs> no, one more happened. You know, and but I still enjoyed making women feel even more beautiful. And I was just like, how can I do this in another way? Uh -huh. And I really didn't know much about like the influencing world. I don't think it was really around as it was more blogging around that time. Yes. That was really popular. Yeah, because that's what I was doing um, blogging back in those days. I was blogging. Right. And I <laughs> attempt I even attempted blogging like I fully committed to it. But I was just like, I don't feel this is me like I'm uh -huh. like, not feeling it. So that's how I got into doing brows. Like, honestly, like he was my biggest supporter. Wow. <laughs> Crazy wow. enough. Crazy enough. Biggest yeah. Biggest supporter. So let's go through the, the part where you went through this worst experience uh -huh. that you could have gone through. Um, yeah. How did that go down where it, where it happened? So I was with him from 2017 17, 18, 19, 20, to 2021. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in 2020, so he proposed in 2019. And that's, of course, when I started training for brows and everything. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling like the world and all it this. It literally other takes stuff. you to Dubai and, and does this big Girl, old. Like you did a whole extravagant proposal. You like literally, we went to Dubai, mm -hmm. sir. How like, long were you guys dating before then? 17, 18, 19, two years? 
It's two years. Yeah. yeah, two years, two years. And the thing about him, I never, there was, it was never me forcing him. Like you have to marry me. Mm -hmm. If anything, I was more so like, where is my life going? Because if we're going to do this, we do it. If not, we're not, there was no right. threat. Cause a lot of people have that misconception, like, Oh, you, you know how you must've mm -hmm. done something. And I'm like, I listen, one thing I do not have the time for is to fro force a grown man mm -hmm. who is six years older than me wow. to marry me. Are you kidding me? I have better wow. things to do with my time. Right. So 2020, of course, COVID happens. Mm -hmm. So we, we, we go through all of that and 2021 rolls around and so he's originally from london not like that needs to be included but regardless mm -hmm. he he was he had to go back home to london okay fine and we this so we're in february so february rolls around and i'm throughout 2020 and 2021 i am mentally i am not okay because one really? i don't you know i'm i'm dealing with someone who I'm worried to a certain degree. Are we going to get married? Or are we not? He keeps reassuring me it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I'm like, I'm not seeing any movement. That's what's so frustrating. So were there right? plans already in the in Oh, the making? girl, there was plans. I had a dress. Because <laughs> he had told me, he was like, however you want to do this, we will do it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And his friends wanted, I don't know why he had let his friends have so much influence, but his mm -hmm. friends were like, let's do something in Dubai. I was like, am I marrying your friends or am I marrying you? Right, right. So he was like, I kind of want to do something in Dubai also. And I was like, here's the thing. You told me I can do whatever I want. So I want to do something just you and I. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to go to Vegas. It's just going to be you and I. We have a nice intimate moment. We have our ceremony. We we spend some time with each other. And then we can plan like a nice like reception type of situation wherever something. you want in the Destination, world. Destination, reception, care. something like that. Mm -hmm. As long as you and I are married, honey, I could care less about mm -hmm. anything else. Mm-hmm. So he agreed. And then, you know, I, I, I booked stuff at, um, what hotel Aria. I had a whole thing planned out for us at Aria. I talked to wow. the wedding coordinator. I talked to a photographer. I had everything ready and he knew this and 20. So we're in 2021 and he's back home. He we're communicating every day. I'm, mm -hmm. you know, I literally, I have no inkling that he's going to do what he's about to do. Right. Because everything is, from my eyes, you're, you're communicating like normal. Like you're providing for me. Wow. I haven't gone without. Like mm -hmm. Nothing's changing. Like nothing's really, of course, like I feel like any other couple, you have kind of your moments like, okay, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. But I had a couple of those, but I feel we got through all of that. Like couples do and you talk about it. And, it's, mm -hmm. you know, I have, from what I know, I have my reassurance. Right. So mm -hmm. the day before he ghosted me, I mean, uh, actually that whole week we're on the phone talking about how much we love each other. We can't wait to see each other. When he comes back home, we're going to get married, blah, 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 blah. The day before, you know, we're on the phone and there, when we first started dating, cause he was living in Houston when we first started dating, mm -hmm. he had, a he would ask me like, what did he say? He would say, do you want me to come home to you every night? Cause I was, I remember he, to a certain degree, he was like, I want to move in. And I was like, listen, the only time I'm going to have a roommate is my husband. Mm -hmm. That's that's just my thing. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so after I said that, he would start saying, do you want me to come home to you every night? And I would always be like, oh my God, yes, that's exactly what I want. Like, duh. So he asked me that question 
but I could tell something was different in his eyes. It was like a long, I couldn't, I cannot explain it. But when he said it, I kind of looked at him. I was like, of course I want you to come home to me. Like you guys were on FaceTime. Yeah, we're on FaceTime. And I'm like, of course I want you to come home to me every night. What kind of question is that? Uh -huh. Like, like we're about you know, to get married. What are you talking about? We're talking about how much we love each other, all this other stuff. And he was like, he's like, I can't wait to come home to you every night. And of course I'm like, mm, I love you, babe. Mm. And he's like, I'm booking my ticket <laughs> yeah. tomorrow. Don't worry. You know, and I'm like, all right, we'll, we'll talk later. I hope you have a great night. Love you. The next day I try to call. I cannot get through. And I'm like, okay, you know, I, we've, we've, this has happened before. So I'm not going to, there's no reason to freak out. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then later on that night, I try calling again, nothing. And I'm like, okay, maybe, you know, tomorrow morning, I'm sure everything's fine. The next day comes, I am calling and calling and calling nothing. The next day after that comes, I am calling and calling and nothing. I'm reaching out to friends. I'm reaching out to family. When I tell you nobody is responding to me, and I am literally going haywire. Because you're thinking nobody, something happened to him because there's no reason for him. Not yeah. to, that's thinking, what I would think. Yeah, I'm thinking something has happened mm -hmm. because he, the thing about him, he did a, he did a lot of lying. That's what I figured out after the fact. Mm -hmm. So I feel he just ran out of lies and he couldn't do it anymore. But I mean, now, what was you, he getting out of this? Because you said he was supporting for you. And that's you know the, what I mean? Like, like, that's the thing. Like people, the ones that know my story, actually yeah. know me and my story. Right. They're like, what are, exactly, what is he getting out of this? Because mind you, he has never asked me for money. Mm -hmm. I've never like given him my social for him to start you know what I mean like oh let me start a business let me put it in your name nothing he took care yeah. of me four years so wow he had told me that his mom had gotten sick with COVID mm -hmm. and before she got sick from what I knew she was in approval of our relationship right this is what he's saying mm -hmm. and then come to find out she doesn't approve of it anymore and he does she doesn't want him to marry me so he's using that to get out of everything is that so, what he told you after the fact no i figured all this out after he after everything was done after so, everything was done. I, so i say that to say about his mom mm -hmm. because when i finally got one of his cousins to respond to me at least that's what he told me that's her that's his cousin who knows who that woman is actually who, to who, him. yeah who was that person but, but i remember her telling me his mom is forbidding you guys to be together or something like that. Like he just can't do it right now or something like that. And I'm like, what, what, is, like, what is truly happening here? Like what it wasn't even heck? a full, it wasn't even a full answer. Uh -uh. And I am emailing him. I am calling, I am doing everything humanly possible to try to get a hold of him and nothing was working. So oh I want to say maybe a month had passed and I had gotten to the point like I there's truly nothing left for me to do. Like you're not dead. You're alive. Mm -hmm. I'm over here thinking your family has you hostage because they don't want you to be with me mm -hmm. or something. Maybe something has happened to you. But regardless, I'm like you you don't even have enough gumption inside of you to exactly. even I don't care what it was I would have been fine with an email I'm done with you 
Mm-hmm. All right, at least you gave me something. You like literally yeah. you just dropped off the face of the earth and left me to deal with Hurricane Katrina times two. Yeah, like no you know answers, I mean? no nothing. No answer, no, no nothing. And it was so, the worst timing too when COVID was happening. And then, well, this like was after COVID. COVID. Yeah, 2021. So yeah. This is after. And Just coming out of COVID. Yeah. 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 And I'm over here like, I'm supposed to get married to you in two weeks. Like, oh my are you God, kidding me? so insane, Artrice. Oh my goodness. Two weeks I'm supposed to say I do to you. And when I had to call the place to cancel, I was in complete shambles. The wedding dress. Oh my God. The wedding dress place. I called them because I was supposed to go pick up my dress. It was ready to be. It was actually, no, I was supposed to go get fitted. My final Mm -hmm. fitting. I called and I just, the lady, her and I had like, we, I feel her and I got really cool. Mm -hmm. And I just started bawling. And she, it was like she knew. She was like, honey, don't worry about it. Your dress will be here whenever you're ready. And I just hung up the phone. She, I don't know how, obviously she's in the wedding industry, so she knows these things, but I was just in complete shambles after that. Like, and like, Artrice and I were talking about this um, uh, personally between each other. Uh, You kind of black out. Like when something like this happens to you, you just really like go into like a mode where you can't, you can't function, function, understand, hear anything, go say anything. You can't explain anything you can't do any of that because you're mm-hmm. in complete shock literally yeah, it's like a trauma mm-hmm. it, oh, and sure. it is because so that whole time mind you I'm trying to get a hold of him and then mm-hmm. finally when I'm just like I can't get a hold of him I'm already grieving and so now I'm like okay I'm not getting married what is my life going to be I'm crying every day like when I get up there would be times I would just sit on the edge of my bed and I wouldn't move for hours. Just, and mind you, I'm in Texas by myself. My family's in California. Oh my gosh. That's what I was going to ask you. Where is your family? Yeah. Families and families in Cali. So to a certain degree, I'm dealing with this just by myself. Oh my God. I have no one for you. Like I was trying to get myself out of it, but oh my goodness, I had a day. So at around this time, I was not employed. Like I really wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know what? Let me get some nine to five just so I can get myself back on my feet, get some mm-hmm. money. And then, you know, and I had a day where I was on the, on, on an interview. And as I was coming through like this double door, I swear I saw him and I just, it wasn't him. It was mm-hmm. someone that looked like him. I'm sure you hallucinated. I, yeah. I just, like and that's the, that's the thing. Like I was having dreams about mm-hmm. him. I had a dream one night that I was, I saw that we were, we were in white. I was chasing him and he would not turn around. And I was just like reaching for him, like come mm-hmm. back. And I just woke up. I was like, just bawling my eyes out. Couldn't keep it together. I was at the store one day. I had to leave the store. Cause yeah. I just, Like nothing was making sense to me. Mm -hmm. So a couple months had gone by and I was just, I'm still in zombie mode. And I'm like, there has to be more to life than just Mm -hmm. this. Like, yes, this happened, but there was so much I wanted for my life. I put my life on hold for him. I knew I put my life on hold for him because I was ready to be a wife. I was fine with that. Mm -hmm. I was being taken care of. And the reason why I let my guard down with that is because I'm like, he's my fiance. He's about to be my husband. So yes, 
Mm-hmm. I can let my guard down with this because he's put a ring on it. He's my provider. Yeah, he's, yeah. you have a ring. You've been you know paying, I mean? provided for it for years. I mean, there's no yeah. reason for you not so to think this isn't it. I'm I'm over here like this is I'm I'm wifey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? No, so, and when you when you enter like a certain era where you're like, okay, this is gonna be the person who I spend the rest of my life with. I'm gonna feel safe with that person. There's no reason why you should have like a shield up. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. I had and he. He broke down so many of my walls because mm-hmm. I had dealt with someone in the past that I thought we were going to be together. Maybe not a forever thing, but he was someone I cared about so much. Mm-hmm. And when I met him, I had so many walls up and he broke them down because he just showed me action. No mm-hmm. one had shown me action like that before. So he he had a lot of, uh, he had my whole heart because I loved him so deeply. Right. And after the breakup my sister had come down to visit me she was like you cannot be by yourself I was like you're right and I was moving (laughs) also because the place that I was living in I had I chose I chose that place for him and I and I was like I can't stay here because I'm gonna lose I'm already losing my mind I don't need to further any of this so I move I'm moving she comes and visits me we also have a friend that lives out here in Dallas also she's from LA too Mm -hmm. so they're like, we want to go out tonight. Nothing crazy. Just maybe go and eat somewhere. And I'm just like, I genuinely do not have the strength to even look at people. Mm-hmm. My friend was like, you're going. And my sister was like, you, you got to get out of this house. I don't even bother to get myself together. I just literally throw on clothes, head out. My friend sees me and she's like, so this is what we're wearing, huh? And I'm like, I'm like, good to see you too. Right. And while we're sitting at dinner, I'm really not paying attention. I'm of course thinking like my life is over and mm-hmm. I'm in shambles. And I remember like a week before that I caught, like my dad was calling and checking on me. And I remember I called him one day and I was just crying. And I said, I think it's over for me. He, I was like my one shot at love. I had it. I took it and now it's over and I'm scared. I will never meet anybody else. Like I was so negative. Mm-hmm. And he was like, don't ever say that again. Uh-uh. He was like, you are a beautiful young lady. He was like, that coward couldn't even face you. He was mm-hmm. like, it is not over for you. You need to believe that you will meet somebody. He said, you will give me grandkids. He was like, you, you will meet somebody. And I remember I was still negative. I was like, yeah. And you know, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> keep at that point. That. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't so, believe it. Yeah. So back to me with my friend and my sister, as I'm sitting there, I'm thinking about what he said. And I'm just like, but how, how do you meet somebody else? Like, I really feel I had my one shot and I hear them talking about, have you seen the movie, the secret or read the book? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's so beautiful. So They're talking about the book and I'm sitting there and I'm like, this is making sense. Now, mind you, I believe in God. I do pray. Right. right. But what they were saying just sounded so much simpler. Pretty much my friend, she was like, you know, if you believe that you can have these things, you can have it. Exactly. Is that, sister, it's that simple. It's that pretty simple. Pretty much. And my sister is talking about bits and pieces from the movie. And I, my ears start to perk up and I'm like, really? And in my mind, I'm like, did I attract what happened to me? And then I started to think because there was moments in my relationship where I would get scared. And like, that's what, what if I'm talking leaves, about. What if he leaves me? What if this? And I'm like, no, he loves me too much. Like he takes care of me. Why would he leave me? They, very simple little thoughts. Nothing that would stay too long. Right. But I did have some fears. Mm-hmm. And 
I think my, I remember my sister got up and went to the restroom and I looked at my friend. I was like, did I do this to myself? And she was like, I don't think you did it a hundred percent, but you know, if <laughs> he just was not the one for you, if yes, anything, and if you anything. guys had to separate as shitty as that is, that had to happen. And I didn't understand what she meant. I kind of was offended. And I was just like, F you, let me go back to being sad that I hear them talking about it some more. And I promise you guys, it was like this light bulb one went off and it was like a voice that was like, I do not want to be sad anymore. Mm -hmm. I was like, from this day forward, I don't care what you have to do. You are going to do something to make yourself happy every single day. I don't care what it is. And we are going to move forward from this night. Yes. I yes. felt the relief I felt after that was so intense. And truly, when people say you can't explain it, like truly, I can't explain it. Mm -hmm. It was just, I felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulder. And the very next day, I remember watching The Secret, feeling so empowered. Yes. And I was like, there's so much, again, there's so much that I want for my life that I wanted to do with him. But I have to let go of the him part. I wanted to be a wife. I I have always wanted to be a wife. Like mm -hmm. I've, I've seen amazing relationships and I'm like, that's what I want for myself. And I had to realize in time that will come right now, maybe this is just my time to build my business, build who I want to be mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I can be the best person for whomever comes into my life. And mm -hmm. I know that I'm worthy and I don't have to question that with the next person. So after that, like literally business started booming for me. I started getting into influencing. I didn't even know I was about to get into influencing. It kind of just happened. rolled right into it. It just like, happened. Pretty much Organic. because pretty much because it got to the point I was like, I want to like, I didn't even want to share my story. I was more so focused on growing my business. Yes. And I was like, how can I grow my business? And this girl that was helping me with my socials. I just found out about TikTok truly last year. Wow. <laughs> when the year before, 2022. Yeah, last year. Last year, January, I officially learned about TikTok and I got to understand it. And she was she was trying to grow my TikTok and she was like, okay, we need to get you more clients. She goes, what story do you have that you can share? And I was oh. like, what do you mean? She was like, you know, something that's happened to you. And I was like, I mean, I'm like every other person, you know, you get made fun of as a kid, whatever, no big deal. Yeah. She was like, no, something that can really, you know, evoke emotion. And I was literally like, I have no idea. And then I was like, wait a minute, girl, <laughs> my ex-fiance goes to me two weeks before our wedding. She was like, what? I was like, yeah, that legit happened. She goes, oh, girl. She goes, do you mind sharing the story? I was like, I don't mind sharing it, but I I don't want to show his face. Mm -hmm. and a lot of people are like, show his face, show his face. And I'm like, I just feel that creates more unnecessary drama. Yeah. It ain't about what okay. he looks like. It ain't about it's that. Not mm -hmm. about, it's not about protecting him. If anything, for me, mm -hmm. that would have made it about him. Right. And the story is not about him. It is about me. That's right. So shared the story. It went totally viral. I had no idea what going viral meant. I was like, what is this? What's happening right now? <laughs> and I'm getting clients. I have people reaching out to me. Wow. I have women in my inbox like, oh, my God, like that I have a similar situation. He didn't ghost me, but I feel something's going on. Mm -hmm. Like there would be women that I felt that would write me a message. And I'm like, no, you and I, you and I need to have a conversation right now because this doesn't sound safe. Wow. You know what I mean? And at the same time, I'm still healing from what I'm what I've been through. Yeah, exactly. 
And I yeah. like to this day, I still have moments where I have triggers. They're not as bad as they used to be, mm -hmm. but I still like sometimes like if I'm invited to a wedding, that still kind of gets to me. Yeah. Um, the last year, June, last year in June, because mind you, I never went back to get the dress. Oh my I God. I never went back to the dress. In June last year, before the day before I left for Mexico, the wedding dress place called and she was like, We still have your dress. And I just started bawling. Oh my, oh my God. God. I could not control it. And she was like, You don't have to come here. I can have it shipped to you. And I just, I was like, Don't have it shipped here because I don't know what I'll do to that dress. I had it shipped to my friend's house. So. That's where it's currently at. Wow. I think I kind of I'm going up and down on the story. Sorry, ladies. No, you're good, <laughs> girl. No, no, it's a lot, it's so a lot to I, get through. Yeah. So um, do you know like when you started realizing that like your business and what you had been through kind of like connected and turned into one and helped you, like what you went through helped you to grow your business so you much? You know what? I don't think I realized that till this year. Wow. Yeah. So I don't think I realized that until 2023 because through everything that has happened, I've done obviously a lot of growing, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A lot of mindset work because obviously mindset is so important with anything that you want to do. Mm -hmm. And I just came to realize everything that happened obviously happened for a reason. There's a yes. reason yes. why him and I did not work out as sad as I was about it. Who knows what would have happened if I would have stayed with him, you know what I mean? Like, right. What if I would have had a child with him, got pregnant and yeah. he just left me and then up you know? and left then. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Clearly, clearly this man has no cooth and he just uh -uh. Yeah. does what he wants. No. And I shared this on my TikTok how there was somebody that I met at the, uh, when was it last? Was it last year? I think it was last year. And He's showing me some stuff on social media and because my ex didn't ha did not have an Instagram. OK, so he didn't have social media. <laughs> he did not. He had Snapchat, but I didn't know how to find him on Snap because I don't have Snapchat. So, OK. Um, he's showing me something and it's somebody's story. And I'm looking. I was like, I know that walk. I know that face anywhere. Sunglasses or no sunglasses. And he's holding a little girl's hand. And I'm like, is this who I think it is? And they're like, yep. And I was like, is that his daughter? They're like, yep. I was like, now mind you. What? By this time that I saw everything, I forgot to tell you. So I did go to therapy after all this crazy. Of course. You yeah, yeah, I, I went, can imagine, I girl. <laughs> I forgot, to, I forgot to mention I was definitely in therapy because if not, I would have been in a straitjacket. Right. But my therapist really helped me to, to work through everything. And I remember there was a time she was like, Artrice, have you said it's over? And I looked at her. I was like, what? She goes, have you said it's over? And I was like, no. Why would I say that? She goes, because it's over. <laughs> she goes, you are holding on for dear life, Artrice. And I just want you to say it's over. Mm -hmm. for and you say you, it for you I could not say it I was crying so mm -hmm. hard because I, we're kind I, of like I, holding on to I the just idea. I don't know couldn't even tell you what I was holding on to but I could 
barely say it. And she was like, we're going to, she goes, we'll stay here until you can say it. Wow. And I just, the tears, the tears, because obviously saying it, that means it's over. He's, it's a done deal. He's gone yeah. and we're done. And I was obviously upset at the fact that you wasted four years of my life. Yes. Yes. I'm upset with myself because at the times where I was like, maybe we should call it, I stuck it out because in my mind, I'm like, this is what couples go through. And this is probably just the tip of the iceberg. Mm -hmm. And we didn't go through anything like major, ma like any couple thing that couples go through, mm -hmm. we went through, we talked about it, we got through it. And that's why I'm just like, you know, couples go through this kind of stuff. So we'll be yeah. fine. Mm -hmm. And when I finally said it, it felt great. But actually saying it, that was absolute torture. And okay, wait, so we're here. Therapy, torture. Because <laughs> you were saying that you didn't really realize you built your, that you, you yeah. got your business yeah, going until this year. That. Yeah. So realizing and letting go, mm -hmm. that's when a lot more mm -hmm. started to trickle in for me. Yeah. Because again, I was holding on for dear life because I'm like, I know I was a good woman. Like I'm questioning my worth. You know what You're I right. mean? Oh, for sure. And I'm just like, I know I was good to you. Like you, you told me several times that I was a good woman. So mm -hmm. when I saw what I saw on social, because of being in therapy and because of saying it's over, I really feel that helped me to see what I saw. And I mean, don't get me wrong. When I saw him with his child, I was at lunch this particular day. I was drinking. Thank God for that. And I remember running to the bathroom and I threw up and I was just crying. Then I came back out. I was sad, but I was like this, this reaction. I mean, yes, I threw up, but it could have been so much worse. Girl, you should have been relieved that that is no longer you like that you right. are no longer with that freaking human and i'm sorry to use that word but oh my god the yeah. audacity like, of that man mm -hmm. i really like and i wish first thing i would go to is relief yeah i yeah. i have this thing where i want to be chosen yes so that is that's even something i'm still working on right now like I, my first thought always isn't, thank God I'm not with him. It's why didn't you choose me? Yeah. And that's something I'm still working through. And cause you're absolutely right. I, that should have been the first thing, but if anything, I was just like, it, it made me think of my whole relationship was a lie. You've been lying this mm -hmm. whole time. So when you told me your father was in the hospital, I think the girl was, the little girl was three, three or four. So when you told me he was in the hospital three or four years ago, your daughter was being born. That has right. to be the case. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that's that's what made me sick to my stomach. And I was just like, this dick. <laughs> like, right? You, just, no. you have you you are a sociopath. Mm -hmm. You're a sociopath. Seriously. You have no emotion. You, if anything, you're crazy. And yeah. if anything, I was like, thank God that's not me. But also yeah. for sure, I was just like, yeah. why? But mm -hmm. but coming back to like that of you being relieved, I'm gonna share something with you that I um heard a long time ago on a podcast it was a Christian podcast of a pastor talking of relationships and all of that and he was mentioning how us humans we sometimes 
lose track of things we should be doing for focusing on the wrong people mm. when in reality we should do and mind our business not he didn't say this right but i'm just fast forward yeah. um we should do our things we have to do mind our business and that person will come because by the time we meet the right person we're already so broken that we tend to get in relationships and we break each other so i don't think that what happened was a hundred percent wrong because you you thankfully got out of it you know uh -huh. it would have been really sad if you stayed in that relationship how you said and had babies and be, been like two for 20 30 years you know like so yeah. just kind mm -hmm. of like see that you're for gonna sure. meet a, a nice guy yeah. absolutely <laughs> no absolutely it's I feel relieved now like on a daily basis I'm just like I'm so happy that's not my life because mm -hmm where I would be who like if I would have stayed with him who knows if I would have grown my business who knows if I'd be yeah. influencing like yeah because I didn't know exactly what I wanted but once I started sharing my story and whatnot yes and building my business I'm just like I feel my goal is to help women feel more beautiful and to let them know that on the other side of pain it is so much beauty you just have yeah. to be willing to go through it because healing is not it's not pretty. It's one of the oh. ugliest things I've ever done in my life. Oh, like, yeah. But what I, what I wanted to ask you, like, and I, I know you were saying this, but the, the things that you were feeling, anything beforehand that you could oh, for sure. share now that you're like, okay, yeah. you know what? When I was thinking this and I was ignoring, or when you were getting all those feelings, like yeah. you were like, oh, it's just a feeling. So I did some videos of, on this on my TikTok, red okay. flags that I didn't think were red flags, but okay. actually were. So for instance, and this is, maybe something random, but we were at a wedding one night and I remember I was, by the end of the wedding, I was exhausted and I go to the car and his friend is in the front seat. His, we wait, we're waiting for him to get into the car and I see, like, I see him, like, I mean, I literally, boom, he's right there. And I see him smoking and I'm like, since when do you smoke? Like mm -hmm. cigarettes, like weed, I'm fine with, but when do you, mm -hmm. since when do you Okay, cigarettes mm -hmm. so he gets in the car and I'm like do you smoke and I'm like since when do you smoke and he was like I wasn't smoking like straight face and I'm looking at him like I saw you he was like no we weren't smoking are you kidding me I I I don't like what is happening right now even the he smallest little lies that were happening he tries to kiss me and I'm like hold back up I said I smell it on your breath when I say I smell it on your breath, he's like, we were just playing. <laughs> what? Well, you, yeah, right? We were just playing. I'm like. With cigarettes? <laughs> yeah. 40 at the, I'm like, you're 40. Are you serious? You're playing? Uh-uh. Home. And I'm still upset because I'm like, you lied to me. I saw you. Yeah. He flipped it when we got home. Actually, I went off on him because. His his people were in the car and I'm like, you know what? I My mom has always taught me, do not embarrass your man in front of others. You take that elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And I've always I've always agreed with it. Mm -hmm. So I waited till we got home and I was just like, why are you lying to me? He flipped it and he was like, I'm a grown man and I can do whatever I want. And you're not going to make me feel like I'm doing something wrong. So then I started to feel bad. 
I was like, he's right. He is grown. He can do whatever he wants. Like I, I, I was apologizing the rest of the night. That narcissistic shit, right? But there. you weren't, you weren't accusing him of smoking. You were accusing him of like, why have you been hiding here all this time? Pretty much, I'm like, yeah. Dude, I see, and like I if you're smoking, it. say you're smoking. Like I smell it on you. Like I'm not dumb. Mm-hmm. So that was something, and something else. I'm trying. Oh, when we, so when he officially proposed. After he proposed, he said, we can get married whenever you want. So that was music to my ears because I'm like, listen, mm-hmm. we're, we could do it now in this country. I'm fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, he was, he was 30 like, 30 no, days? How, how long do you need to get a uh, mm-hmm. right. certificate? Was like, I, I'm like, you're like, let's go to the courthouse, baby. <laughs> listen, I, I, I had always told him, I said, I care more about my ring than the wedding. Mm-hmm. So do with that as you will mm-hmm. but the very next so he tells me we can do it whenever you want and i'm like and th- we're in january at this point and i'm like i want to do it in march and he was like okay we can do march march rolls around and so in 20 at the end of 2018 his father dies now i don't know if his father actually passed away or if his father had been dead it was one of the two i don't know so was he Mind keeping you away from his family in some type of way was did you not yes. have contact with like I mother met, father sister I brother met, nobody he so he told me he was an only child hmm. i have met his i met a lot of his family i never got a chance to meet the parents i i spoke i spoke with his mother but or who knows who I actually spoke to right yeah so I told him I want to do it in March he was mm-hmm. like okay he was like, yeah we can do March that, that were that's perfect I want to say like two weeks a week and a half before we we are about to like have the talks about it mm-hmm. all of a sudden something comes up with his father's estate and he we we can't do it it's it's too much and I'm like okay I can choose another day it's fine like I'm engaged now so I'm right. good so then I try to push it out. I want to say August, September. And then he's like, we we can't do it. Some, something something was wow. always coming up. Literally, and you like never a, like felt anything whenever he was changing all the dates. You were never like, what the hell? Like, what's going I on? I felt something, but he he was very good at distracting me. Reassuring you. Reassurance. And he was very good with gifts. Oh, so he had it. Yeah, whatever you know what the I mean. Distraction like, of like it, this is what happened. It, it was almost like he was making it sound like these like crazy things happened out of the that's blue. The thing, my and then one of them, one of the things was his mom came down with cancer. Oh my lord! For me, I don't know. I don't. You could be one of the sickest people in the world. I don't know who lies about cancer like that. Right. I know. So. He would always have a reason and it was always something so dire. Yeah. Was always. this man like not religious or something? Like, did he have any fear of anything? I clearly not. And that's the thing. Like, because because of, you know, taking care of me and reassurance, in my mind, who's gonna lie about cancer? Because every single time something's coming up, you know, it's his father's estate. And then it's something about like your mother. You're telling me your mom has cancer right something's always something always major major is going on so I remember when I tried to push it back to August Mm -hmm. I was like you know what he clearly has a lot going on and I don't want to add to his stress 
So I'm just gonna X nay on the talk and I'm gonna wait for everything to just level out. Uh-huh. Then we get to COVID and I feel that was just a party for him because that just buys him more time. Right. That bought him a year. Right. Bought him a whole year. Wow. And um, then we get to 2021 where I'm holding your feet to the fire and you're telling me this is the day we can do it. I, you know, we we say it. We're about to. Ha- it's about to happen. And then you bail two weeks before. Wow. And you never till this day got closure from him. Never I heard a word. Not, never spoken I to him. Heard spoken nothing. And the thing is, I really. So let's say for a second he actually feels bad. Right. If he actually felt something and he were to come to me. Mind you, I've, I'm, I feel I'm, for the most part, healed through yes. that. Of course, it's still going to be healing, but for the yes. most part, I've gotten through the the hump of it all. Mm-hmm. He would come to me, express, if I decided to hear him out, express all this shit he's done, give me a reason for everything. Now that's off of him. He can have some relief, but now all of that shit is on me. Yeah, you don't need that. I have no interest in knowing mm-hmm. your foul devilish ways like there's a special place for you yeah you don't even want to know at this point i don't like you've already gotten through the hardest part of the hardest part i don't need any of your energy Mm -mm. i don't know your intention towards me even if let's say for a second you really want you really want me to hear you out i don't know your intentions behind that Mm -mm. yeah because he already showed you your true his true colors and he already showed you that he doesn't love you you know what i mean if he did love you he wouldn't do the things he did exactly and that's that's my main thing and that's why i've i've talked about this on my channel before also like is closure something we make up because is that something we just want to see that other person Mm -hmm. again because Mm -hmm. for a long time i did feel i need closure and i also felt if I did get closure, that'll help me to see what I did wrong in my relationship. And then I can, you know, mm-hmm. alter whatever needs to be altered. And when I look at, obviously I've ha- I had my faults in our relationship too. I wasn't perfect, but even, even if I'm just like, you could have said something to me. Yeah. But even if you did have your faults, that does not constitute what he no. did. Exactly. Yes. Like, I, like I completely no matter agree. how bad the relationship was, it doesn't excuse that he had a whole ass kid with someone else, that he had a whole life with someone else. And I mean, that's not on you, girl. Like, you could be a bad person or a bad woman, but if, I mean, not saying that you are, I said you could be, but yeah. that doesn't excuse all the things he did. You know what that, I mean? Believe, so, believe me, there's a lot of mental reworking I had oh, yeah. to do. You know what I mean? Because and, you you feel just worthless. Yeah. You feel like, what did I do wrong to deserve I, this? How am I not enough? How, you know. I had, Exactly. I had no self worth after that. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt, and I was just like, mm-hmm. I don't know how I can get through something like this. But making sure on a daily basis, I did something for me. Making sure, okay, if I wake yeah. up and I try to lay here with my thoughts, absolutely not. I'm getting no. up. I'm going to the gym. Yeah. I I'm I hung around people that I knew were good for me. Yes. Yeah. I mind you. I like when I was with him, I barely went out. I was like, I love going out. I love having a good time. I made sure to go out, have a good time, mm-hmm. meet new people. The first date I attempted to go on was so strange. Thankfully, mm-hmm. I knew the guy. I had I knew him before I met my ex-fiance. Mm-hmm. 
and we had gone for brunch. Yeah, we went for brunch. And I remember I was walking on like the outside of the street and he was on the inside and he was like, what are you doing? He literally puts his arm around my waist to move me. When I tell you I froze and he was like, are you okay? I was just like, give me a second. Because in my mind, I'm like, you're touching another man's wife, sir. <laughs> like uh -huh. That was in my head. Like it was, yeah, it's, I was like, after that date, I was like, I have no business trying to talk to anybody right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting to, to point out you, when you started making that decision to do one good thing for yourself yeah. every day, yeah. that's what started to help you get out of that it is oh. and it and that's that's what a lot of people don't realize because even mm -hmm. when you're going through it and you hear that it's like how do you how do you try to smile when you're going through something like that any type of grief mm -hmm. how do you try and smile right because i remember i i like i want to say maybe 3 weeks after he did what he did something i don't remember what happened i remember laughing so hard and i stopped and i was like i don't deserve to be happy right now mm. And I remember my friend had invited me out one night and I was just like, no, I don't deserve to. No, I'm I'm too sad and in grief to do anything right now. Yeah. But once I started doing the mindset work and I was like, OK, yes. something for yourself every single day. I wrote down everything I wanted. I don't care how big or small it was. I just started writing down the things I wanted in life. I didn't worry about the how because you're not supposed to worry about the how. Nope. And mm -hmm. I just ever since things things haven't gone a hundred percent my way but damn it i am thriving so much more yes ever. no i think that um just listening to what you're saying right now um the most important thing about like the whole situation you went through has been like your healing journey and how much you learned to love yourself accept yes. yourself and yes. become a new woman that you want to be not someone not someone's wife but someone and that's like that's what it's about yeah because mm -hmm. certain things I focus on too much mm -hmm. and I'm like okay what is the ultimate goal yes I want to be a wife but I want to be a good woman good woman yes yeah. what is the ultimate goal I want more clients in my brow business but what is the ultimate goal to make women feel more beautiful yeah that's you know what I mean that's effortless yeah. to me I don't need and something else. And the thing is, is you don't worry about that because you know that you're doing that. You know, and, you're and, making people. Yeah. So that's that's why your business is thriving. Exactly. That's why it's coming mm -hmm. to you, because that because you don't have to think about even. And mm -hmm. I don't think about it in terms of I need a client mm -hmm. to make, help them and make them feel even more beautiful. Just women that are in my inbox asking me simple questions or yes. someone on the street, us having some type of exchange and me telling mm -hmm. them, love your outfit, love your hair, love this. Yeah. Yes. That is what it's about. And I think a lot of people get lost in that because we're so focused mm -hmm. on that, what we want. But so much of that is so much deeper when you really peel back those pieces. Mm -hmm. And I'm still peeling back pieces. And there's things I'm still realizing to this day, like, oh, wow. Okay, this is this is the ultimate goal. Not this. That, mm -hmm. that will come with it. But once you embrace yeah. the deeper part of it, so much more comes to you. And when I meet women that are going through certain things, like I try to tell them, like, I know it sucks right now, but I'm telling you on the yeah. other side mm -hmm. of this is pure bliss because yes. what mm -hmm. I'm experiencing right now, yes. I, yeah. listen, it's way more than I prayed for. That is so amazing. And I'm so thankful and grateful that you yeah. have been able to manifest this part of, you know, your healing and your life 
of to be everything that you want to be. You have to feel full and you have to feel your best to be able to even put yourself out there for anybody else. Yeah. So yeah, because it's like you said, it's like that self-love. I mm. didn't do that kind of stuff for myself. Mm. I was always doing that for other, my other people yes. and other people. And making, that was me, you know, making sure they were good, making sure of all and making sure like I showed look how look how good of a woman I am like yeah hello. so what are some of those things that you do every day what are some of those things that you do that for make myself you feel good? yes so I like to start my day with mirror work actually to be honest I'm an early riser I wake up by okay. 3 a.m okay wow oh my gosh <laughs> early. super early 3 a.m I pretty much I just get up get myself together and I go to the gym that for me that just I'm just like, look at me taking care of my body. My body loves me. I love my body. I'm in yes. here doing what I do for you. Yes. Sexy every in every bikini we wear. Like, you know. Yes. I get home. And then before I take my shower, I do my mirror work. And I like to do that in the nude because there are times, like, it took me a very long time to accept my body. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. as a child, I had a family member that was constantly, my grandma, whatever. Mm -hmm. He was constantly talking about my body, any negative thing, like how I was fat. She would tell me I needed a nose job. This woman did not let up on me. Oh my goodness. So it took me so long to actually accept and love my body and not think anything was wrong with it. And I still have times where I'm like, I have that woman in my head. Yeah. In the back <laughs> of your mind. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like as of recent, the past couple of months, I've been trying to like lose a couple of pounds. I don't think I look bad, but I feel it. Cause I have fibromyalgia. So when mm -hmm. I have a certain amount of weight on me, I feel it. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I don't like this feeling. I need to drop a couple of pounds. Nothing has been working. And I've been negative to myself. Cause when I walk past the mirror, I'm just like, good God, Artrice, get it together. Mm -hmm. and I forget like girl you're mm -hmm. like hello what you've been are you kidding me mm -hmm. so I implemented even more so my morning routine I'm in the nude and I'm telling myself all good things all my affirmations okay I the music I listen I have this song I forgot the name I forgot the woman who sings it um I'll send it to you though yeah it's, send it to me please it's, it's such a corny song but it literally puts me in the best mood. And there's Ooh. times where I forget about that. But when I play that song, it brings me right back. And I just think if we take a second, it could be the smallest thing. You just have to show gratitude because literally those things have brought you so far and you have to know so much more is waiting for you. Yes. So yeah. that in my morning routine and just daily remembering what I'm thankful for and knowing if I'm sending a pitch off to a brand or whatever the case may be, of course they want to work with me. Like, hello, I'm an, I'm amazing. Yes. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. I give myself first and I don't feel bad if I have to say no to somebody right. I used to, but now I'm just like, sorry, I can't do it. If mm -hmm. you don't like it, you don't like it. Mm -hmm. I don't feel bad if I can't respond to somebody's text message right away i mean i try yeah. to because i i mean i like that yes you know but for the majority i'm just like if i feel like talking i'll talk if i don't want to answer the phone i won't answer the phone mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i've just been honoring myself more 
And oh, I can I honestly say I oh, this is so myself. beautiful. I <laughs> yeah. love this. I, I actually can honestly say I started living my life at 35 years old. Wow. Started really honoring myself and knowing I am worth it. I don't need to be scared anymore. I am beautiful just because my grandma thought I was, you know, quirky oh, or whatever. <laughs> like, yes, thank you. I just, I just make sure to tell myself that on a daily basis. Oh my gosh, Archie, we are so thankful, thankful for you. You have brought so much amazing energy to us and, you know, just insight on self-healing and self-love, like literally the epitome of getting over, you know, something like this and just showing this love to yourself is so beautiful to see. Tell everybody where they can follow you, who they can follow your stories, everything that you do. You can follow me. I have TikTok and Instagram. Both of the handles are Beauty by Artrice. I also have a brow page. It's called Prim and Plucked. Um, but yeah, on my socials, I just try to, sh- I try, try. I do share just yes, like do. tips and whatnot, how to make yourself feel beautiful. My captions are all about putting yourself first. Don't care about what anybody else thinks. I love and- your captions, by the way. Thank you. And it's just like, honestly, do you, because at the end of the day, nobody, everybody else is looking out for themselves. Yes. So guess what you need to do? <laughs> because yes. Nobody else is looking out for you. Cause once you start looking out for yourself, everything starts coming to you. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I so Thank needed this so talk with you. I know. I'm so happy. I had this. It was great. I loved it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Girl Talking Moms. Make sure you are following Otris because she has the most amazing content. I'm loving it so much. And you guys, we so much appreciate you. We are on Latina Podcasters Network and you can always find us on Apple, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye.